This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Now into our fifth season looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name, Ilnom, is Benjamin Bloom and you are tuned in to the flagship show available each and every week on video and audio. So for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more football conversation, make your Monday a Blue Monday he is the daddy in the Toy Story t-shirt, expert on all things football manager and academy football for his first flagship appearance of the season, weighing in it. I've overdone it now, haven't I? You know when Bruce Springsteen used to introduce Clarence Clemens, the sax player, and it just used to go on and on. He's Joe, everybody. How you doing, Joe? Yeah, good cheers. I gave him the big build-up and he's good cheers, well, that's it. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, did, I didn't know how to follow that. <laughs> he's more, Played he's, it. You're a bit more understated than me today, Joe. Played it um, down. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we all look at the stats. We look for hours and hours, or we send Dave to watch them for five minutes. The best eyes. The best eyes on the terraces. <laughs> Here he is, the two-footed former... Who do you used to play for, Dave? Um, oh, no one, no, one, no one of any consequence, mate. Former no, I'm not, Manchester United midfielder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David Diamond, what's happening, right. Dave? Yeah, good, good. Uh, how's you? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm going on holiday. You, you, on you're not having sort of bit of game withdrawal this weekend, only only having taken in one game instead of your usual, no. like, six. No, so I did four games last week, Joe, and by the time I got back from the third one on Sunday, I was like, yeah, you were... I've got, got to drive to Huddersfield tomorrow. Oh. You championshiped out, weren't you? You, I... you, need, you need a chauffeur, really, Ben, don't oh, you? Just... Are you offering... No, no, <laughs> no. I don't want to. I don't want to have a pop at Huddersfield. But have you? Have you been? Have either of you been? Yeah, no. I've been. Interesting place, Dave. Yeah, I've been to Huddersfield. Yeah, no, you not, don't, just not the football ground. You don't sell your um, telephone number business in Huddersfield. 
Um, I have done in the past, but he, not. He's no, sold, not Joe, he's sold. He's sold something to everybody, everywhere, hasn't he? <laughs> Smoked Eskimos. And look Smoked at this. Everything. That's Pulse that's wiping off just like that with, without water, Joe. There you go. Um, <laughs> Who does your tampons? <laughs> <laughs> Unrehearsed. Yeah. On cue. Unrehearsed. David, the transfer window closed at 5pm on Thursday for Premier League and Championship clubs. Ipswich make no further sales. Talk to me about this new window where you, where if it was possible for it to be more convoluted, it is now more convoluted because I don't even have... I, I don't, I don't think I can. I was when, when you said that, I thought I, I don't think I can explain it. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm hands up. I'm not even sure. How it I works. will explain it to you, Dave. So, Championship and Premier League clubs now cannot buy anybody. Um, oh, I knew that. Okay. And yep. League One and below um, have their window on Monday, the 2nd of September. Um, right. Andy Warren yep. reported a lot of the League One managers saying it had a bit of a weird effect because now we basically get four tiers. You basically get Championship money transfers. Then on the last day, all the players that aren't going anywhere go for loan. Then you're going to get League One money if anybody's got anything to spend at all, which is unlikely. And then you're going to get the dribs and drabs of the rest of the the loans. So I think it's going to rumble on till September the the second. How does this affect Ipswich? And do you, um, if it is a strategy, no one else went out the door? Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I suppose from as it is now, that's that's it as far as you would think players going out the door or players of any significance going out the door. Um, I assume it's not going to rule out certain players such as, let's put him up there, I hate to say Josh Emmanuel, clearly he's very much out of favour. Um, Joe might have an opinion on this as well, but um, it wouldn't be any surprise if you saw him go to a I don't know, fellow League 1, League, League 2 club, I guess. Maybe potentially potentially on loan. Um, it was all fairly quiet as far as we were concerned last week. Didn't um, Aaron Drin and Drynan went to went to Sweden? I think. Did, and Cotter yeah. was linked. Cotter was linked with that. I think Barry Cotter. Cotter was went with that out as there well. as well, but didn't um, but wasn't didn't. wasn't taken on. Um, Joe Lambert still talks about three players. Do you think it's possible to? That would obviously have to be. Well, no, they could be. Um, they could be. Our contract, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, and um, Premier League and Championship clubs can sell. They just can't buy. So right, yeah. get, what, what, oh. what, what can you see happening, Joe? Well, I think I think there's a few players that are out of contract. Maybe some that have tried to hang on to get a cha- uh, sort of championship move, and it hasn't happened. So now they've got to start reassessing their options because otherwise they're not going to be playing anywhere till January. I think one of those is is it Nathan Thompson, who was a Portsmouth right back. His contract was up in the summer. He elected not to sign one to try and get into the top two tiers hasn't and now is Stop. a player that that will end up in league one back in league one so I'd, I'd he's just an example that someone posted on the message board that i read about but i'm sure there's other players in a similar boat that were trying to get moves to moves to the championship that haven't materialized and now because that their window is totally shut it's they're sort of now having to look at their options in league one and league two Dave, can, I Port- can a portsmouth lad play center half jack <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I expected Jared Bowen and Saeed Ben Rama to have been sold, so maybe we could go in for one or both of those two. Oh, yeah, come on, bring it, bring it on! Absolutely. <laughs> what, about, what about the other lad? What about the um, Stoke lad, Berahino? What's happened to him? He's kicking around somewhere, or he's not kicking around anywhere, is he? What's, what's, what's going on with him? He signed for a Belgian side. They paid us. Signed for someone. Zulter Varagam. Or... Okay, there yeah. it is. A Flash Gordon villain. Um, Joe, Jack Lancaster will be having surgery for. A second apparently different 
back injury than the one he um, got. Which game was that in? Was that in the Millwall game? I don't know. Uh, I think, no, think, uh, think it was a couple of games after that. No, he scored of, in the Millwall game, didn't he? He did. Middle yeah. of January. Yeah. yeah. I don't recall. Just, anyway, um, a, a new new injury, which apparently is going to require five months of rehab. You know what? They they tried to make me go to rehab, but I said, talk to me uh, about um, the player and the injury. Bit of a disappointing one, this one. Yeah, she massively disappointing because he was he was one out of all the young players that you thought could really step up this season. Lambert trusted him, was playing him in playing him in a role which wasn't requiring a huge amount of tracking back and just sort of telling the players to get him on the ball and trying to get him to make things happen without a huge amount of regard for it going wrong. He was really given license to do what he wanted to do at the start of start of last year. But it's just frustrating, isn't it? An injury that was billed is going to be out for a few weeks and it's going to be a year, isn't it? From January to that's, yeah. that's five months. I've, I've heard from someone today that it might not be as long as that. They, that he could be back in sort of December time. But maybe Joe, Joe surely that's, that's, time. they're two unusual injuries. I know he's, he's a young lad, young D- lad growing, injuries, David, growing, growing as well, but two stress fractures of the back suggest yeah. to me, and I hope not that there is a weakness, you know, I know it's, I know it's a different injury, but, I've never heard of that before. That's that's really unusual. Yeah, I, I really think he's unusual. having. I think he's having surgery this week, which yeah. will, I say, maybe I'll save some more of that for offline. Well, yeah, I th- it yeah okay, yeah, yeah, with a v- yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know where you're going. I think we know where you're going with that. Disappointing one, disappointing. And um, yeah, Dave he's... Kane Vincent Young um, of Colchester, who I believe did did a little came to see us. Um, Earlier in the year, right fullback again being linked with Town. Um, Danassian has the shirt. Emmanuel is cover. Um, although you've you've spoiled my thunder slightly. Um, Emmanuel clearly not fancied. Um, can you see Kane Vincent Young coming maybe first of the three new players? Yeah, I mean, my only take on that was uh, is he's a young player. He's under he's still obviously under contract, and surely they would want a f- something for him, wouldn't they? They demand a fee, which I'm not sure is going to be forthcoming yeah, at all. Because we he came on our pre-season tour last year with Paul Hurst, and Hurst elected not to sign him. At that point, he was out of contract, but with there had been due a couple of hundred thousand compensation at that point. All right, but apparently now. Like Luton apparently had a bit of 1.2 million rejected for him last week, so yeah, so that's not oh, going right. to happen. Yes, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we just but, sort of knock that on the head now. But, yeah. of, but then Stu's reported it in the EADT and sort of sort of fairly strongly, so he he seems to think something is happening with it. Maybe to to take it full circle, maybe Josh Emmanuel goes uh, out as part, as yeah, part of any what, deal. Wait, wait, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw Luke, I think, on Twitter had said. That's to Stu, and it wasn't something that had been considered. But when you read it, it did seem to make a lot of sense, actually. Mm. Manuel being, I think he's from that way as well. He's certainly from, yes, yeah, south, isn't he? That would be uh, that would be a more likely. So, yeah, he's a, a make-weight potentially in the deal. Yeah, Interesting, interesting. Um, mm. Joe, James Norwood has been taking his phone out of his pocket and pressing the Twitter app again as he likes to do on on friday night with norwich losing four nil at half time to liverpool he posted a picture of himself timu puki and max aarons taken at the efl awards dinner saying all the best chaps just remember what i told you because i can't does this come under fun football banter or should norwood not be winding up our friends in norfolk i think i think it comes under the banter side of it he's he's obviously 
a fairly intelligent bloke because he's he can sort of put himself into these situations and withdraw from them and he's not saying anything silly and I think he had a history of doing this sort of thing with Tranmere last year <laughs> he's just someone that just likes to wind fans up and you get some people on their high horse saying that it's not very professional to do it he's not he's not using bad language he's, no, just, he's not he's just having a poke at them and football yeah. fans on Twitter in overreacting shock horror Dave was it was it just banter I think it was just banter wasn't it it, it was yeah. just banter no banter. dark forces at work I don't think I don't think so um, we're going to go to Portman Road. Um, yeah, but all go and follow James Norwood on Twitter, by the way. Um, yeah, we're going to Portman Road, Dave. Before we get to the game, 24,000 in ticket wow. sales. Um, away end at Burton sold out. Away end at Luton sold out. 3,500 tickets sold for Peterborough. Peterborough. We know we get um, tickets moving quickly at this time of the season. Um, this feels pretty noteworthy, no? Oh, absolutely. No, I, was, I went yesterday with Stan and we said that on the way down. I mean, it's almost unprecedented, I think, that, didn't we, was it last season or season before, from, oh, no, not under Hurst, but season before, I think, under under the, the manager before Hurst, didn't we get something like 13 and a half for the, for the what was it, uh, Blackburn game, I think it was, was it the Blackburn, no, was it the Birmingham game, was it Blackburn, we got us, where did Zell got his well, injury? Well, the Birmingham the game, Dave, they let... A thousand NHS in for free, didn't they? That's true. Yeah, yeah, that boosted it. Yeah, so it was brilliant, absolutely superb. I mean, obviously Sunderland bought nigh on two thousand, which we thought they would do, um, and they, yeah, they were fairly quiet until yeah halfway through the second half. But um, yeah, it was great, great to see Portman Road anywhere near, you know, anywhere near full again. It's brilliant. Yeah. Is this going to be a sales spike, Dave, or is it going to continue like this? <sighs> Um, who's next up? Wimbledon at home on Tuesday week. Yeah, probably a bit of a spike for that game, I'd fancy, <laughs> Ben. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Obviously, I think a lot will depend a little bit on the next, uh, you'd think, on the next two games to get the casual support turning up, but we'll see. Joe, um, here's your team, and Dave's going to be sending me more Mike Bassett 442 gifts, isn't <laughs> he? Um, so 442 again, second game running, um, only one change. So, your team looks like this. Holly in goal, uh, Danassian right back, Wolfenden. In comes Luke Chambers at captain and centre-half. Miles Kenlock retains his place at left-back. Uh, Skews and down centre midfield. Rowe down the right, Garbutt down the left. Norwood and Jackson up front. Um, Joe, thoughts on the personnel and the system, which we're probably going to debate for at least another 10 games until this settles down. I was surprised that it was too up front again because Lambert seemed to do anything he could to get away from that last season. Whenever a game went badly, we'd always go back to one up front and through pre-season that was the case. But I was glad to see it because I think the, the way we're going to get out of this league is to, is to outscore other teams. And this, well, I understand the point you make about one up front not being less attacking, but I think having Norwood and Jackson up there as a pairing, they do just bully the defenders and drag them around all over the place and sort of seem to be striking up quite a good partnership so far. I was, I was surprised that Jack, um, sorry, judge didn't come in for Jackson. I wasn't surprised to see chambers in for Wilson because at the end of the day, Wilson didn't even get through 90 minutes last week. He went down with cramp and chambers is your club captain and he's, he's going to come in ahead of James Wilson, who's a short term signing. So well, like I say, that, that, I, I wasn't, I wasn't hugely surprised by that. Um, 
Dave, forget the system and the two up front thing, because you and I have debated that and will continue to do so for the rest <laughs> of the season. Um, yeah. In this starting eleven, Kenlock, Wolfenden and Downs, is this the start of mm. a cluster of young kind of academy prospects actually staying in the team now? I think so. I honestly think so. Yeah, I mean, certainly I see... On, on, on the evidence of what I saw yesterday, certainly Wolfen and Wolfen and Downs, and I think Kenlock did. Kenlock did okay yesterday. Kenlock did well enough. Um, and on again on the basis of what I saw for the majority of the first half yesterday, I wouldn't have certainly wouldn't have. You know, if Kenlock wasn't playing, I guess the option would be to drop Garber back there, and I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> no way would I drop him back there. I think the side just looked like it had a nice balance to it yesterday. Danassian at fullback, for me, jury's out slightly, but again, did did okay. But, um, yeah, I just thought the side had a nice balance to it. And I agree, those three, yeah, probably should certainly, yeah, should should stay on the team. You love to Absolutely. see it. You love to th- see it, Dave. Uh, Joe, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 no reason why not. I mean, I thought, I thought, I thought Downs, the game was outstanding yesterday, arguably. I thought, well, we'll say, we'll perhaps save that anyway. Go on, yeah, yeah. But, but I think, um, talking about balance, I think even Downs and Skews as a midfield pairing seem to have a real good balance really good. in there. I thought yep. Skews covers for Downs really well and gives him that licence to get off and dominate the game, really. Skews had a really good game yesterday. Really, A really good Skews-type game yesterday. <laughs> yeah. you know? so games, perhaps, that perhaps he wouldn't be so influential in the championship. That showed it to me yesterday. Of a, yeah. Oh, there's the drop and there's Skews. Oh, oh yeah, oh, there's Skews on the ball again. You well, know, was... um, putting his foot in and winning possession and just giving it yeah yeah well when Lambert first came in came in charge Scoose played really well for the first few games it's like oh if he can play like this he's going to be a big player but then he suffered that injury and he yeah. rushed back from that because he just was never fit and he seems to have picked up his form this season from where he left it before his injury last year as opposed mm. to the end of the season and and I think he's a really good influence alongside Downs and you know really experienced he's, he's, he's a good influence because we know that Downs is prone to um prone to a bit of hot-headedness so um yeah i just thought so you're right just complimented each other really really nicely yeah Mm. compliments um sunderland looked like this dave this is playoff runners up from last season um mclaughlin in goal and then mclaughlin at right back hours of fun uh willis flanagan hume makes up the back four i stop you there hume just might be one of the worst professional footballers I've ever seen. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> that, that Willis was dreadful as well, wasn't he, though? Oh, I'm sorry. He's probably a really young lad. He's probably a very good footballer, but wow, we had a stinker first. Dave, though, the listeners that, are going to want it. That, give, number, us, give us a crap. Willis Dave, come terrible. On. He, he was f- number four. No, got, I'm saving that. Got... You know what I'm saving that for. <laughs> I thought Joe was doing that goal. Oh, yeah, but, you know, as soon as you announce it, it, it was, it's coming, don't worry. I'm <laughs> building so, up to tune it. Tune in, guys. There's going to be a crap later in the podcast. <laughs> Bookmark it for about five minutes' time. Dobson, <laughs> McGouch and O'Neen in midfield. Dave, one of your favourites, McGeady, uh, one of Richard's favourites, McNulty, and Gooch. Um, we, we know that everybody loves the Gooch. Um, stop, Ben, stop. Um, how did that look to you, Dave? Remember, in context, this is a fearsome... League One team that were runners-up in the playoffs last year. They're awful. I'm, I'm, I'm statement state, state of fact. You gone? I'm back. You're back. Right. <laughs> Stop it. Go ahead. Right, no, sorry. But I, I, you, you thought, what was the question? Go on. The question: um, the Sunderland team, and on paper, it's it's fearsome statistically. Is it? Statistically, oh. <laughs> yes. Really? Christ. Um, 
Yeah, shocking. All over the place. First half, absolutely all over the place. And it was an odd one because we didn't really miss chances as such. Not point blank chances. We didn't. I felt, you know, we created some really good situations first half. And we'll get to the goals in a minute. But we just perhaps on another day got a, perhaps a more kind of bounce on the ball in certain situations. And we would, we would, we would have been two or three up at half time. They were all over the place. All over the place. Fair play, obviously. Well, it wasn't hard to identify the issues at half time and um I think it was a Joe or someone um someone put on WhatsApp Christ almighty, you know, someone's actually gone like for like with us for once, unheard of for God's sake, you know. So yeah, something needed to be done because oh, they were shocking. And everyone, you know, people around me were saying, Christ, if this is the best if this is supposedly one of the best that League One's got to offer, we we are gonna get hundred points and score a hundred goals, you know. I mean oh, dear. Awful. Awful. Um, you agree with that, Joe? Yeah, no, they were they were dreadful, weren't they? They just they just couldn't, they could barely string three passes together. That every every time they got the ball, they just lose it. They, I, I think it helped that we were we were pressing them really high and sort of taking the most out of their their new system that they're trying to implement or of this three four three. So we just did not let them settle at all, and and they were poor. And to go in at only one nil, you thought oh, we've let them off the hook. We've let them off the hook there. Big time. I couldn't even tell you what system they were playing. Honestly, they three, were... Three, four, three, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was, but they were all over the place. But you're right, we, we pressed really well, you know, skews, downs, and, and yeah, the two front the two front men absolutely worked their socks off, yeah. Um, yeah, Ben, yeah, you'd have been shocked at how bad they were, honestly. They well, were I was at the I was at the playoff final, and to be fair, they had um, Leadbitter and Catamole in midfield, so obviously that's... Too, they would have made a difference. I, I yeah, think they would have made a difference yesterday, you know, a bit more But I do remember sitting there thinking, you know, oh, this is the first time I've seen a Jack Ross team. They're playing at Wembley. I know it's a long season for them. And my, my words were to the guy I was sat with, um, is, is this the best... This is the best he's come up with, with the parachute money and, the, you know, all of this jazz. But there you go. Anyway, so Dave, 15 minutes. Um, Luke Garber, what, what was it? 11 minutes last week, 15 minutes this week. Yeah. Um, that must make him one of the top scorers in the league as well. Take us through this um, second I mean, we're, goal as, as by Joe Mr. Said, we, were, we were on it right from the kickoff, you know, good high press, good press right through the team. It starts with a... It starts with a sort of fairly innocuous throw down right near the halfway line, I think just in the Sunderland half. Denassian, which I always like to see, you know, get it, if in doubt, get it down the line, threw it down the line, and, and four, Norwood. 4 throw it down the line, get it forward. Two, mate. Come on. <laughs> and Norwood, as he did all day, competed competed for the ball. Bit of wind assistance, it was quite windy at Portman Road, shock yesterday. Um, and then it got sort of ball, um, Norwood challenges, challenged, challenged his mark, uh, I don't think anyone got a touch on it, Rowe then put in a challenge, the ball went a bit further on, Rowe then put in a challenge, um, and the ball, I think Sunderland defender just got half, probably the hapless Hume, got half a, <laughs> half a foot on the ball, deflected it across the box, what was really good here is just one, Garbutt's anticipation and two, Garbutt's intent. So Garbutt then wins the ball. So he's obviously cutting in off the left, coming in off the left, wins the ball on the edge of the box and just drives forward. And in amongst it is a really nice cushioned touch with his left foot, which basically takes two defenders out, um, gets gets almost to the byline to the edge of the six-yard box and, yeah, just passes it in under the keeper, under the keeper right foot. A really, really good goal. And i tell you who that reminded me. I was thinking of today when I was sort of re- re-watching the goal. Sort of a Tommy Miller-type 
drive forward, get ahead of the you know, get ahead of the front two, um, and just yeah, very very good, well taken goal. Yeah, I don't think Sunderland. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, the initial defending on the edge of the box, he could have been perhaps ball watching because yeah, Garbutt sort of came in and nicked the ball off him. But yeah, class finish, very very good goal and, with, and deserved agree, at that stage. You agree with that, Joe? Yeah, it, it got to such a tight angle that I just assumed he was going to pull it back, but it was a really good finish off his wrong foot as well. Not the only two-footed man in the stage. <laughs> oh no, he's not. Lovely stuff. Uh, um, great goal. Joe, this Great is goal. what this is what my, um, lit up my phone. Um, full disclosure, I was at Fulham yesterday, but we did have about eighteen Blue Monday um, compadres there. Hey, can I just say? Um, can I just make one comment? I know we're not talking about Championship with Fulham. Um, Kenny's goal was quite good. I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. Just, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> um, he's really one footed though. <laughs> what um, a goal though! Yeah, yeah. Um, Thirty-nine minutes, Joe Garber. Um, he's not going to make it to half time. Um, Alan Judge comes on, and I'm sure this is going to be the subject of about half of the 1,000 questions we've got in the... Um... Right. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> oh, is that the other half? Is <laughs> it? Oh, that was early. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Dave. We wind you up. We set you up for it. You're delivering your catchphrase. Um, was this was this bad call? Um, or right player on in the wrong position? Or what's, what's your view, Joe? I... Th- there's been a lot of questions asked about Alan Judge over the sort of pre-season where he's going to play. Does he is he disciplined yeah. enough to play in that sort of in that left role? And and when we were talking about that left role, that was in a four three three or a four two three one, and he drifts about a lot in that. And you you can't afford to do that in a four four two. Garbutt drifts in and gets involved a bit more, but Judge is just all over the place. And when it's not working, which it wasn't yesterday for him, then it really is noticeable how sort of how ill-disciplined he can be positionally and a couple of times you saw Lambert berating him to get back and get across into position and it just like I say I think probably in hindsight probably Jordan Roberts maybe coming on on the left to keep us with that natural width because that width was causing them problems or even Hughes it, it just Joe said right it just it just totally disrupted the the tempo disrupted the shape um and yeah, obviously, don't get me wrong. He's obviously a very good technical player. He's a very good technical player, but you know he's you know demands the ball. It, it, what is clear as soon as he comes on, he's demanding the ball. And if he's not, and I think part of the problem is if he's not getting the ball wide, he's always going to drift inside looking for the ball. And everyone first, you know, especially in the midfield, everyone as soon as judges on, everyone is just looking to get him the ball, just looking to give him the ball. And yeah, he's he's just not disciplined to play. He is not disciplined to play that role at all. And I, I think as a good shout, Joe. Yeah, Roberts might well have been a been a really good option there to, to bring on and play left. So interesting. Bit, let's let's save it. Such it's a shame. Like, and I hope, yeah, I hope from from I hope just because of the start of the season we had, it's just like an innocuous caution. You know, bang on the knee and a cautionary. At least he, you know, he, he tweet, walked he off and he, he sort of hobbled. Out. Tweeted that he was okay. Did he? Did he? Well, he, he went down and had treatment a few minutes before and played on, and then he. And went then he off. nearly scored. After that was when he nearly scored. Wasn't it the second yeah. one when when um, Jackson cut it back and he, yeah, that that could have been aggravating because he looked like he sort of like um, stubbed the shot a bit. He didn't have a clean strike, did he? Whether that jarred his knee a bit more or not, I don't know. But I haven't seen his tweet. But he's tweeted that no issue, he's okay and. It's not too yeah, bad. Yeah, he said, he said it was not a bad one, I think. But yeah. look, let's let's keep our powder dry on the judge thing and the system thing because we'll get loads and loads of questions. We'll have a good we'll have we'll have a good chin wag about that um when when we've done the game. But yeah, I've I, I have a lot to say about that too. Um surprise, surprise. Dave, um Maguire in for Hume at half time for Sunderland. Um uh, up uptick in the second half or much of a muchness as we as we go to the equalising goal? Um 
I suppose they passed the ball a little bit better, Joe. I think they couldn't be any worse, could they, Joe? They could no, not have been any worse. I think they had a little bit more control. Um, we, we stood off them a lot more in the second half. We let them have a lot of the ball, but they yeah, didn't. But really, other than the goal, did they have a shot? <sighs> um, they had the, the the closest they had was, and his only quality thing I think McGeady did all day, where he had that little move, drops his shoulder, hit the early ball in on his right foot from left, just evaded. McEwen had a great view of that. I don't think McNulty was or Maguire was pretty close to that, weren't they? Not not as close as I oh, really think. No, that, no. I'd say that that was probably the best they created. They had nothing. Across, um, yeah. I remember the keeper Holly coming and yeah, just sort of getting a ball at the forwards' feet, but then the one you'd expect him to get. They had nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh god. Right. Yeah. Are you ready? It's a are classic. You, are you primed and ready, Dave? <sighs> Go on, Joe. Sixty-four minutes. What the hell happened? Well, it's it's just a, it's a long ball over the top. Just a hopeful hooked clearance. Crap. And, yeah. <laughs> Chambers is running back with McNulty. <laughs> Rubbish. Come on, McNulty behind him. There's you a, are a um, disgrace. There's a um, We're losing the ball there. You want bloody shooting? Go on, get on there's the bus. There's, there's a lot. Of, there's Joe, a lot of talk about Holy. Sorry, Joe, come out, but, but for me, I, I don't think the keeper needed to come out. I think that was Chambers to deal with, and. He's, he's, he's running it back and he's got the situation totally under control. But I was right in line with it. And sort of for the YouTubers, you'll see this. But when he runs, he t- looks over his shoulder like that, sees his man there and then runs another few steps and looks. But the guy's gone on the other side. And I saw that. I thought, oh, God, this isn't looking good. And then he looks back a third time again over that left hand shoulder. And at that point is when he just gets oh, knocked just, up, knocked over. And Joe, just quickly, and quickly, quickly. Can you- can, Joe, can you just give me, in percentage terms, you know, like, was he 70-30 favourite to, to take that ball? 80-20? What, what change? Yeah. Probably like 100 naught. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I'd say 90-10. Yeah, honestly, it was a it was shocker. He looked yeah. like, at the end of it, Joe, just just as McNulty makes a challenge, it looks like he almost loses his foot. I don't know, he almost goes over the ball. I don't know what he's trying to do. Whether it's he's just trying to throw a... Throw a dummy step no, over. I don't know what. It was quite clever from McNulty because McNulty was quite clever because, you know, how many times do you see that and, and you know, the forward gets his shoulder in a little nudge, nailed on free kick. So McNulty, I think, thought, oh, yeah, it's Chambers. He's going to, but yeah. No, I, I, no, to be fair, I think McNulty was quite cute and quite clever there. Yeah. One of the only things I would say is that I didn't think it was a foul personally, but the, ref yesterday, the ref yesterday was giving so many soft free kicks against Norwood that and was. Jackson that I'm, su- I'm surprised... If if that was the other way, he'd have probably given it against us. Some of the some of the free, free kicks given against Norwood were just never free kicks. But like I say, Chambers, again, he just totally against... lost his bearings. He he was looking yeah. over that left shoulder and he's yeah. looking that way. And as he's yeah. looking that way, he's coming around this way and just. just I take on it, Joe. Him. I take on it as far as the foul's concerned. There was no complaint from Chambers or anyone about a potential foul. There was there. No, I didn't see it. No, no, no. I, I personally didn't think it was a foul. It's just the ref had was quite inconsistent. Yeah, it was petty. I think the well, game, but yeah, as someone said. This is going to be the standard of League One. Yeah, and yeah, then he, he, he McNulty does well actually because yeah. he could he could um, panic with that and sort of yeah. take it in and take a shot from the angle. But Gooch is running in and he just sort of takes a second to look up and picks him out perfectly and he just he smashes it in. I, I don't understand again why Holy doesn't dive back across the goal to try and make himself bigger to try and save it because he's not yeah, actually he sort of watches it that go far in. away from it. I'm, I'm not saying he would have saved it, but. He didn't really make much of an effort to save it once it was past him, but that was. He just took it absolute, well. He took yeah. it well. He couldn't miss. He took it well, and I thought Gooch overall probably was their best player, wasn't he? He was, he was sort um, of fairly lively. In lively answer throughout. to your question a few minutes ago, um, 
three shots from Sunderland, one on target. So no, no yeah. other, no other shots um, on target. Mm, yeah. Report the uh, BBC. Um, Dave, how did the last quarter play out after that? Who was the more likely um, to go of, on and win of, the game? A lot of crap corners from Judge. Um, a lot of um, crap crosses from Judge. Stop um, Judge. No, 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 no. There was, um, there was one decent no, ball in that we could have scored from. There was. And, and I think, yeah. to be fair to Judge, um, the wind did play a part. You know, he hits those balls, you know, and he, he does it purely. He hits purely through the ball, far post. And I think the wind did play a bit of a factor with some of them. Um, and no, and he did take, to be perfectly honest, one or two, one or two good corners. Um, did we really threaten the keeper after that? Actually, he had a really pretty decent effort, left foot effort going across the keeper. Virtually one of the last kicks of the game, didn't he? Keeper actually made got down quite well and looked like he was going to spill it, but held on to it. But now he sort of huffed and puffed a bit. I just think the goal just totally took the wind out of everybody's sails because you just couldn't see Sunderland scoring, could no. you? And um, it was such a bad, such a bad goal. Uh, and, and you know what, Ben, the guy on the, on the quest show, the EFL show with a lovely jumper on last night, Ben, that you wouldn't obviously been seen. Oh, was it in, Ali but, Maxwell? Um, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he, he summed it up quite well, I thought. He said, yeah, this is Ipswich spilling over from last season. Individual mistake cost them, cost them the game. Wow. Um, Joe, something, something's up. Yeah, similar to Dave, really. The second half, we didn't get going in the same way we did in the first half. Yeah. And conceding such a poor goal did just take the, took the, suck the life out of the stadium, even, really. The atmosphere, everything just went from that point onwards. <laughs> and it was just... Like we, we looked the more likely to score after that without ever really looking likely to score. And Lambert made a couple of changes, but if I was any criticism, sort of made him a little bit late. Jackson was flagging and he didn't take him off to the 90th minute. And it's a bit like, just get Roberts on there earlier for a bit of presence and yeah. see if anything like that could help. Just something to freshen it up. And Dizel, we, we didn't. Dizel put one really quite good ball in, I think. Dizel, I seem to remember, put a pretty neat neat cross in. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's almost like that it just yeah okay i think okay general um, shock so four points from the first two games um which i think is what you predicted dave wasn't it yeah i, I think so yeah i think although i think i predicted uh i might have predicted the other way around actually i think i might have predicted a point away but and or maybe i did maybe i did say a win and a point perhaps i did actually um yeah i mean you you take it unbeaten you take it um it's just so gutting that I know it's an old cliche, it almost feels like a defeat, but we were so dominant in the first half that it almost does, you know. Um, it's a real shame. But look, you know, undefeated, um, out, completely outplayed one of the favourites, completely outplayed them, um, certainly for, what, an hour at least. So, yeah, I think a lot to be, a lot to be, um, a lot to be cheerful about. And certainly, you know, the, 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 the Kenlock that you hit on, Kenlock, Wolfenden and um, Downs, yeah, very, very encouraging, very encouraging. Um, should we do some questions then? Um, we'll we'll try. And, there's quite a few good ones. Um, so we'll try and we'll go one each. So Joe, if you go first, um, this is Isaac Man City fan who seems to know a lot about it. Switch. Um, do you think Downs will go in January to a Championship club if he keeps playing like Ooh. this? I, I wouldn't have thought so because the money that they'd need to pay for him would be silly in January. He's he's, he's got a few years left on his contract and. I'd imagine if, if he if he carries on playing the way he's playing, we'll be in the top two in January anyway. So we we won't be looking I, I to sell anyone. Um, Dave, this is James Houston. Uh, with Judge's introduction yesterday, unsettling the shape of the team, would Roberts 
who I would say as a more natural wide man have been a better option? Or should we, yeah. and this is the key question, should we change the shape to suit Judge? And I quote, well, I quote our mutual friend Joe Fares, who said, you get your best players on the pitch. Well, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to pitch him on, and he's he is, you know, clearly our he is our best technical player. Then, then yes, there is um, there is certainly grounds for that. But I agree. If you're going to st- stick to the Richard four four two, then certainly yesterday Roberts would have been a much a much better bet, a much more disciplined substitute. Yeah. Joe, I mentioned this at the end of last season. It strikes me as now it's Jackson and Judge are the kind of they're the they're the ones that. Uh, you have to that Lambert has to think hard about. Um, mm-hmm. Is is there any any sense in a, a kind of Norwood judge like like Dak and Graham, where you still have Dave's two rows of four, but, but then one just, yeah yeah yeah, and um, Judge can then roam around because this this annoys me because um, what the way Dave describes Judge, that should be a strength. Someone who pops up all over the place on the no, ball. If that's done yeah, well, absolutely. No, you're, you're right, Dave. That should be yeah. that should be a strength. But Joe, yeah. um, where's it going wrong, and what system would fit what Dave just described as technically our best player? Well, I think we saw when he came on at Burton, he seemed to make a difference in that in that game and getting on the ball and pushing us forward and helping us sort of dictate play and control the tempo of the game by slowing it down in that middle role in that four two three one and I think that is that is where he needs to play. That's where when he came on against Cambridge in the preseason and made us look better. That that's where he played in that game. You you can't stick a player like that on the left hand side of midfield. If it's a four three three it's a bit different because you've got that extra central midfielder and we had a Dazelle or a Hughes who's left footed who will naturally cover across and help Ken lock out. But when it's a four four two you cannot Joe, just have a, even a big then, hole in the system because then when you're attacking or when you lose the ball, you've got two strikers are out of the game, you've got a left midfielder who's out of the game and you you're just a four three lacking any balance. The opposing fullbacks it's like carte blanche, isn't it? He's just yeah. hello. <laughs> mm. it, you know, just everything in front of him. He's um Look, as I say, technical, I think, let's face it, Alan Judge is surely one of the best players, is going to be, if he stays fit and stays with us, going to be one of the best players in League One, for Christ's sake, but we have to use him properly. Interesting. Um, And it strikes me that there could have been a scenario where the big picture, it might have been better not to use your, quote, best player yesterday, but there you go. Um, This interesting one, Dave. Um, Incriminating. Uh, At Ben Lucas, was David Diamond lost in the co-op upper yesterday, making everyone stand up because he couldn't find his seat? I think (laughs) think you've been spotted, mate. Uh, Mate, no, no. Do you know what I did? I was flipping... um, It's O-Block, and I took a turn left into Q. I took a turn left into Q, and I was out in this guy out of his seat. I said, hey, I think you're in my seat, mate. My seat. He said, he said, I said, no, this is Q, mate. And I looked at me ticket. I said, oh, no, yeah, it's O. Where's O? It's over there, mate. Oh. Lovely seat. Lovely seat right in the end of an aisle. You'll love it, mate. Beautiful. And exit, seat, pucker. Yeah. Out. Match review. I've just uh, match witnessed. In <laughs> car. I've just um, witnessed. Ipswich 1, Wimbledon 3. Zero. <laughs> I'm on holiday. I haven't just witnessed anything. I've witnessed my feet on the end of a pool. Um, Joe, this is Ricky Kitchen. Um, Does Lambert take any blame for failing to act in the second half as we failed to maintain the dominance from the first? I think he has to take some blame because the 4-4-2 that was working in the first half, when they changed it up to match us, it wasn't really working in the second half. We didn't create a huge amount. And I think he needed to make a change because he needed to... 
I don't know. He, he, he needed to change something. Joe, he, he was, was looking bang at that on game it last and, week. It was 53 minutes when he changed last week. And it, even when Sunderland scored, it, it, it wasn't that the goal was coming, but they were starting to dominate the possession and dominate the play without really doing a lot. And it's like, we need to do something here to try and stop this. And we just, well, we didn't do anything. Mm, interesting. Um, FPL Tractor's asking about Luton. We'll do that at the end, and then Rich will do that in detail on Wednesday. Um, uh, Dave asks about Garber. Um, uh, Good player. Good player. Right, here we go. This is Nick R. Given PL's reaction to Chambers' mistake, do you think he's prepared to be more ruthless this season? Dave, so let, let's do Chambers, let's go, um, and let's just set this up, um, Luke Chambers playing his first game, that, I'm just playing contrarian here, his first game this season, because the last thing he did last season was get himself sent off against Leeds, um, and he wasn't the only one, Look, we know that the team was rancid last year, worst team in 50 years, we can literally yeah. list yeah, virtually yeah. every player and some dumbass mistake that they made, but Chambers had a few, um, would would there be a scenario where um, he is not used? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't think, I, I hate to say it, I don't think it will be. I think um, I think he will He will get picked every game. I, and look, but then, what happens when 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 you know when Enciala's fit? Is is you know is Enciala going to walk straight back in the team at the at the expense of Wolford? And you know if Wolford keeps up his performance level now, um, I, I just don't think he'll I, undroppable. Is that the right word? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I, look. I, I think he's just got a mistake in him every game. I honestly do now, uh, and I think I think the time has come when he perhaps should take a back a backward step. But I might be totally wrong here. I just can't see Lambert making that decision. Joe? Uh, I think performances are ultimately going to dictate who's going to play. And Wolfenden is undroppable at the moment. The way, the way he's played in these two good games, footballer. He's, he's been really good. And, good footballer. And if, if he carries on playing like this until, yep. well, 
if he carries on playing like this until the end of the month, the middle of September, when Ntiala's back, well, Ntiala's not going to be coming back in for Wolfenburg. I don't think Ntiala would come in for Chambers because I think, I think that. But but if Chambers continues making errors, then then he'll be dropped. And I, I I don't think I don't think it's as big an issue as a lot of the fan base has made out today. No, he won't be he won't be dropped on the strength of of one mistake yesterday. Let's yeah, uh, and let's get that right because you know up to that up till then. <laughs> As we've said before, he wasn't largely trouble. Him and Wolfen, I thought, played really well as a pair. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't troubled at all. It was just, it was just a, a horrible, horrible, horrible mistake, you know. Yeah. Um, but it'll be, Joe, you're right. It'll be interesting. Let's, say, you know, it'll be really interesting. Wolfenden keeps up his keeps up his level, which I didn't obviously I didn't see him at Burton, but yeah, I thought he was outstanding yesterday. Just looks so comfortable and it looks unnatural, doesn't he? Good physique, quick, reads the game well. Um, yeah, to me, he looks you know nailed on to stay. But he's a young kid, um, and he, you know, sometimes it is tough to keep that level of performance, that level of performance up. But well, that's that's um, maybe to, to what Joe was saying. Maybe you do give Wolfenden, you know, when there's a three-game week, you give him two games off or whatever, and you know that's when maybe you might see Nciala, particularly in the. I mean, it's a three-game week. How far is Nciala? I know Nciala's away. End of the month, beginning of September, Joe. It was six, it's, Joe, it was six yeah, weeks I've, from. Um, the Germany thing, wasn't it? Yeah, Which was I, think July it's, I think it's the end of the month. I think it's the end of the month. They're, they're so saying. there's six games in, and we said this last week. Six games uh, in August. So yeah, but, but I, th- I thought Wolfenden was really good yesterday. I thought it was really good against Burton, but I thought yesterday was even better. I thought his positioning yeah. was positioning was a lot better. And is that because he had is that because he had Chambers next to him helping him? Well, out? yeah, this is another point. And He's got that experience there there and, and, yeah, talking him through. That, yeah, <laughs> that is that that is a young defence there. You've got Danashian, who's not hugely experienced. You got. Ken Lock on the left, Wolfenden there. You got a keeper behind who, who hasn't played many games for the club. I say, but but ultimately, I'd I'd play Chambers personally because I think he's still a better defender at this level than Nciala. But if if he carries on making mistakes, he won't play. Yeah, I just think he's just simple got as that. I, I just think he's got a mistake in him. Every, every, I don't know. We'll see. Look, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's good. To, it's good to have a bit of competition for places. No. Uh, I was just what I was going to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if, we, if if we get to a position where we can drop our club captain, that's a positive because it means NCR and Wolfenden are playing well. Right. Let's let's keep this moving. Um, Jordan asked about Chambers. Mark asked about Judge. Martin asked about Judge. Nath asked about Chambers. Um, uh, Tony asked about the four points we've done. That. Um, Simon, you've just done that as well about Toto. Um, is a good one. Um, Joe, if Garbutt is unavailable for the next match, should we stick with four four two? And if so, who replaces him in left midfield? Do we change, mean the left? Change system if Garbutt's not around. We're talking the next league match or next yeah, cup match? Yeah, assume the next league match. We'll do Luton in a minute. Um, Peter Brewer, yeah. Peter Brewer. Yeah. Are you going, Dave? I can't, Saturday. You going, Joe? Um, 50-50 at the moment. <laughs> He's got us a wife, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, we've got a wedding in Chelmsford in the evening, so I'm I'm trying to no, get her. That's not happening. That's to get right. No, well, that ain't happening, is it? No, well, no, well, I've, I've arranged with one of my friends for her mum to give her a Marcus Evans helicopter and me and me to meet her, <laughs> meet her there. So it's just, whether, it's just whether I have the balls to go through with the plan or not. It's, yeah, it's that's. Yeah, I'm not sure about that plan. I'm not um, sure that so plan. So, Joe, Garbutt's not around next week, hypothetically. What do you do? Um, I'd, I'd, I think we're going to settle on a sort of 4-3-3 this season, 4-2-3-1, and maybe we just try and push on to that. You get Danny, Danny Rowe 
up front with Norwood and either Judge is one of those three or Jackson on one of the on one of the flanks and you get three bodies in the middle and you try and try from there because Peterborough have been awful as well this season. Yeah, which is a surprise. Really? So just just quickly, I've got a question. What do you think of Rowe yesterday? Again, I, I like Rowe. I, I, I thought he did well again. Yeah, really, really good. I, I, yeah. I thought he was excellent against Burton. I don't think he was as good yesterday, but he just everything he did, he did well yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And track, but track back really well. Tracks you back two well. Love Rowe, don't you? Oh mate, I've, you're, I've, like, honestly, you're like the Danny Rose player. player he's a account. proper player there, mate. No, yeah, nice honestly, to see him. He things happen, doesn't he? Nice to see him yeah, get does, a go, yeah. isn't it? Um, Dave Benjamin Aria, um with Marcus Evans matching the funds raised for the BT statue. Is it yeah. fair to say he is rebuilding what was a fractious, a fractured relationship? with yep. the fans that's certainly a positive step certainly a positive step in the way to um, ingratiate yourself with the hardcore support that is yeah very much so I, I, I'm a bit disappointed it hasn't happened before now but um, yeah fantastic gesture um, Joe I think Demetrius who we met at the live show was going um, back and forth with uh, you and Rich after the last pod so I'll read his one out um, he says Marcus Evans is the reason we are in League One, but there are signs he is changing the way the club is run for the better. Oh, sorry, but are there signs he is changing the way the club is run for the better? Yeah, I, th- I think what Demetrius was saying yesterday after mine and Rich's pod on Thursday, which is probably quite fair, is that all the good things in the club we were giving the credit to Lambert for and all the bad things we were <laughs> saying were Evans's fault, which is probably over the top and you do have to give... Like if Lambert is doing a good job, then Evans is letting him do this good job, and is so does deserve some credit on that side. It does, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit harsh on him, but it does just feel like a lot of the things which are going better are things that are almost been forced on him by Lambert and your Leo Neils and people like that. And it's like, how much does he actually believe it, or is how much badgering does he take to do it? Because like the community trust coming back is a really good decision, but why was it axed in the first place? Oh, ridiculous! Who decision. was who was the one making that decision at the time? Yeah. Who was in Evans's ear telling that was a good decision? Who's in it now? But yeah, I think we have to. I say this. I know Lambert's wanting three more players and is grumbling a bit about that, but ultimately the squad we've got at this level should be more than good enough to take us up um, to the top two. Joe, the we'll touch on that in the roundup as well. Yeah. The things we need to worry about are getting a winning habit and stop making silly mistakes. And I know, I know but like yesterday, the XG, I know, oh, not massive heartbreaking. God. We have XG of three and they were 0.5. I don't think I've seen Ipswich have an XG that high. And yeah, Norwood was really high, wasn't he? Yeah, and it, and it shows that we are creating chances. Like three, that takes about five games to get to. <laughs> last season, last really? Season. So, yeah. And I, yes. I think, um, guys, as well, just from a from a you know big point of view we always have to remember we're coming off the the worst team in 50 years of the club's history last season that's that's the level that was set last season so um baby steps hey um taco man asked about Sunderland you both said they were rubbish um uh, Brad is asking about loot and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Noel, Dave, is it coincidence that Chambers returned to the starting lineup? Harold did a return to the calamitous errors at the back, resulting in gift goals to the opposition. Cause and effect? Coincidence? I'd like to say it's a coincidence, but like I said, I just think he's got a mistake in him, um, in him every game now, potentially. And I don't think he's quite got the... Um, perhaps the powers of recovery of perhaps, for instance, argument's sake, an NCR or a Wolfenden. Interesting. Um, Craig asks about the system. I think we've done that. Uh, 
Tim um, asked about the four points. Uh, Beacon Bauer about the centre half. We've done well here. Oh, here's Mullet's one. Um, uh, Joe, Jack Ross went from three to four at the back and matched us up to great success. Lambert kept was 4 4 2. Is it really a good system for the players we have given the lack of fit strikers and amount of times we ran into blind alleys? Do we have, do we have enough quality up front even to play 4 4 2? I think that's the issue that Norwood and Jackson are a good partnership, but there's, there's, there's nothing behind them at all. Like Jordan Roberts is a willing trier, but he's not someone you're going to chuck on to expect to score a goal, is he? If we had if we had Freddie Sears fit and yeah. maybe Ben Morris or Ben Falami and one of those kicked on, then yeah, maybe maybe it would work. But you can't you can't continue playing two up front when you've only got two senior strikers in the squad. Sears Sears is a miss, and he Sears. Ooh, yeah. I, I think Sears would be scarily good. Yeah. Uh, you know, but with a Norwood and yeah, God. Yeah, um, but, Dave, uh, Daryl's asking um, when Edwards returns. Um, do you have Edwards over Rowe? No. Joe? No. Personally, I wouldn't. No, I think I think Rowe's done really well. But yeah, Ed, Edwards as well. When he's at when he was at Peterborough, he played a lot on the left coming in from that side. Maybe that's something that could be explored. Edwards on the left. Yeah. Rowe on the right. Judge in the middle of those three. Can I just say, yeah, in have, one of the pre-season shows, I said after 10 games, we'll be playing inverted wingers, a 4-2-3-1, and Judge will be at 10. I'm just, I'm just saying that that was said, and just just, just hold my beer, Dave. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're probably, you're probably right. Interesting. Um, Alistair asks, Dave, focus will inevitably be on Chambers, but surely our issues start further up the pitch. As with last season, we leave games on a knife edge because we cannot kill them off and the defence is constantly under pressure. Does the defence creak and make these mistakes because, um, it's, I suppose it's kind of a similar thing to England where you don't actually keep the ball just further up. I don't think it did yesterday because we were so just bloody dominant. Like I said, I don't, I don't think the ball was you know, some of the situations we got in and around their box, the ball didn't sort of bounce that kindly for us yesterday really and we didn't we created bits and pieces, but did we really create that many clear-cut chances, Joe? I don't, I don't think so. Not no, really. there was a few sort of unlucky bounces and exactly. where, where we were very close to being in, but yeah. there wasn't any things where you saw for, call that, that should have been a goal. Joe, the only thing we didn't mention, but when Jackson was booked for diving, that, that didn't look like a dive to me. When, well, I mean, no, that when he went good. down in the box. Joe, this is what, to Alistair's point about actually being able to keep the ball, create chances, etc. Joe, I remember you and I doing um, a end-of-season show and we were talking about 2017-18 and a run of games, including the, one, the famous 1-1 draw at Norwich, where... You and I looked at the stats and counted up about ten games where if Waghorn didn't wasn't playing, we didn't create like a single chance. This this is this is an old problem, um, isn't it? This pattern of play thing. And I know I know Mick had successful ways of doing things, but I actually happen to think that the inability to keep the ball is still hung over from, you know, a lot of players being drilled in, in a different way of sitting back and do you know what I'm saying? Because we, yeah, we didn't I, use the creek under pressure under Mick. They liked to be it, honest. Yesterday we held the ball really well. Yeah, I, no, I, I wasn't there. I can't speak to. Yeah, that, no, yeah. I, I think I think we're holding the ball quite well and we are moving it nicely and we. Yeah, yeah and but it's it's just the problem is if if you're only one nil up and there's an error, mate, there's just no margin for error, is there? And that is, had we been, we should have been three nil up at half. Should have been outside. Had we game. been three nil up, Chambers makes that error and it don't matter. We've got we, about yeah. we top of the league, six points. Looking forward to the next game. Yeah. Boom. 
Um, Jules, Dave, us, um, just the first position that you would strengthen. Um, first position I'd strengthen, yeah, it's probably it's probably fullback. And, and well, yeah, that, it's two. You know, we, look, a fullback and a, and a striker we need in. Joe? For sure. Yes, yeah, same sure. as Dave, really. Yeah. Um, Danashian, I thought he defends. I thought he defended quite well, but he doesn't do a huge amount going forward. Ken Lock's got no one pushing him for a place. And listen, where's this, um, this lad? That's just this um, Dylan Crow that's just signed a contract extension. There, there was big talk that he was off to Arsenal or wherever he was off to. Joe, was is he anywhere near ready? I, w- I wouldn't say so. Lambert poured I, I don't know. cold water on yeah. that in the press conference, Dave, as well. Yeah, it's, it's strange because he's obviously sort of highly rated in England setup, but <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen him play brilliantly when, when I've watched him. And I think, I think he'll end up being sort of moved inside into sort of a holding midfield role. I think that's where he'll end up because he's just so fast and so good at pressing that he just flies around the pitch that way. Yeah. But okay. At, at right back. I don't know. I don't think he'll be defensively strong enough. Certainly not in this league. Well, what was an interest. Well, was an interesting point going home in the car yesterday. Was listening to uh, Mick Mills extolling the extolling the potential virtues of playing Cole Skews at right back. Interesting. Um, but Dave, just quickly on fullbacks. I know I have my head in the clouds dream that we're gonna play beautiful football and out from the back and through the fullbacks into centre midfield. Um, I I think we're beginning to see your um your kind of prediction of look just be be solid and if the fullbacks yeah. can get forward they might and i think so during I think during so. a well, sloggy league one season um yep, given what play's going to build give, very very slowly isn't it I, I think you're right i think given the personnel we've got i think that's probably right yeah right let's yeah. crack through this roundup then boys um dive in if you have anything important to say uh south end one blackpool three that's simon grayson two straight wins three nil up after 37 minutes blackpool top of the pile um rotherham nil lincoln two impressive stuff from them cowley brothers six out of six and we didn't expect rotherham to be losing too many home wow. games at this stage fleetwood two wimbledon one they're also on um Six points um, coming from behind to make up the top three. Uh, Bristol Rovers nil, Wickham nil on four points there. Rochdale one, Doncaster one. We've got Rochdale coming up start of September. Um, Peterborough, who are next week's opponents, who uh, I'm sure we'll speak about on Wednesday. They go down uh, one nil at Oxford. Um, bit of noise from Mr. McCantony and a bit of money spent. No points. Um uh, you can talk about this one. Bolton nil, Coventry nil. Average age of Bolton team, 19, Crazy. Joe. Great. Great. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Re- really good result for them. And yeah. For their good fans. Team. We're obviously having a tough time at the moment. But the, but that is poor to, to draw with that side. Because that is... You're basically playing their youth team. They, they had to cancel their... We're supposed to be playing their under-23s on I Monday. And they've had to cancel it because basically their under-23s are playing the first yesterday. team. I think they were absolutely battered and sort of we're lucky to get away with a point, but that is, that is two points dropped because I don't know, there's sort of an element of distorting the competition that some teams are playing Bolton when they're a youth team and other teams are going to play yeah. them when they're well, a proper side. Right. And Dave, well, we got say. them on the, we got them on the 24th. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'll, I'll take, I'll take that distortion. Joe, I think. Yeah. Good um, point. Uh, Pompey two, Tramir nil, Pompey off the mark, Tramir zero. Um, and this is this is what we're talking about the level. Gillingham one, Burton two. So that's the team Ipswich went and won away at that um, finished ninth last season. Um, 
looking fairly decent coming from behind and missing the penalty. Um, let's hope the context of what I'm trying to look at is kind of kind of correct there. If I'm doing the consistent, yeah, yeah, yeah doing so- the- crap football um, support and maths there. Joe, sorry. <laughs> but, but back to the Portsmouth game, their subs that they brought on, Brett Pittman and John Marquis, who they've just paid Strong. £2 million for, that's going to be... Like I said, they, they've, got a, they've got a good squad and they've got good strikers and that's going to be the difference between getting out of this league. And it's, I, I think we're quite close to a striker from what I've heard, but no, no idea who it is or anything like that, but something is okay, happening on that. But Joe Fair Scoop. What, what Joe I don't Fair know. Scoop. Side Ben Rama, he's coming... <laughs> Um, MK1 Shrewsbury nil really muggy late goal there in 93rd minute and sadly uh, Berry's game postponed yeah, again bad. fingers crossed yeah, for Berry right Luton Town um, how annoying is this um, Joe in other selfish wedding news I am literally at a wedding in Luton so it's not like I'm on, at a, on a wedding on a Tuesday in Devon on a Tuesday what? Unbelievable scenes. Yeah, surely, so, surely they won't. You won't miss you for a couple of hours. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't pull that one off. Um, so uh, the great Mick McCarthy um, once said this was the most difficult game of the season, the um, the League Cup um, first first game. So what we're going to do? We're going to try and figure out the team. Um, so we'll, we'll go. We'll go one by one and figure out what you what you think they're going to do so joe holy or norris 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 yeah. uh dave said he's going to play him isn't he yeah. yeah and he seemed to like him in the press conference didn't he as well um dave right back Danassian, emmanuel cotter skews <laughs> i think he'll probably give Danassian another go there don't Did think it... play there last week Burton, he did. He's didn't played he? both. Yeah, do you think he can yeah. rest and let Emmanuel have a go? Uh, well, I, I, I don't. Uh, you'd, you'd, again, you'd like to deal to Colchester to worry about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'd like to think so. You'd like you'd like to think so. But I perhaps see Danassian getting another go there. Actually, interesting. Um, Joe, left back, Kenlock, Clements. It wouldn't surprise me to see Bailey Clements have a game yeah. because he is the backup, and if we don't get anyone else in, we need yeah. we need to see him in in an, in sort of senior. Is he action. up to it, Joe? Is he is he is he potentially? He, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He's, he's a good player. I think he will, he will be, he will be a good player. He's very sort of steady, Eddie sort of thing, and he's not going to let you down. I, I worry a little bit about physicality with him still, but I think he'll be fine, and I'd, I'd like to see him make his debut there. Uh, Dave, two from three: Chambers, Wilson, Wolf. What do you think? Um, Wilson will, Wilson will play, won't he? Wilson will come in. I'd have thought. Uh, yeah, may give Wolf a may give Wolf a rest there. Yeah, I can see Chamber perhaps um, giving Chambers a chance to atone for his. Um, and he'll want to play, won't he? He'll, I think after that he'll want to play. Obviously, he didn't play against Burton, so yeah, potentially I see um, I see Wilson and Chambers there. What do you think of that, Joe? Yeah, no, I think that's probably right. Wolfie's been really good, and he's almost first name on the team sheet for the league yeah. game on Saturday. So yeah. I think just give him a rest. He's still a young lad. No point yep. risking him. Right. Yep. Joe, you can configure this how the hell you want. So your front six, Skews, Hughes, Downs, Dazelle, Judge, Roberts, Roe, Jackson, Norwood. You're going to have to play a few first-teamers by the look of it. Um, I think I'd, I think Emmy Hughes will have a start. I think he's should be just about ready to start. He's been Zell. on the bench the last two games. Played. Yeah, I think Andre Dazelle will start. I haven't worked out how these are going to play yet, but I think Hughes, Dazelle, um, Jordan Robert, Roberts, Roberts will play, we'll, won't he? We'll come in. Yeah. I think... 
maybe even Idris El Mazzouni as one of the three. See Skew's getting a rest potentially there, Joe, on the bench perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I can see. Problem is, Skew Sandown, you'd, you'd ideally want to rest both of those, wouldn't you? So yeah. you could maybe play Hughes and Dazelle as a sort of two Central. in a two three one with El Mazzouni. Very offensive. Um, who else is there? El well, Nor- Norwood will get a rest, won't he? And Jackson will play up top. You would think Norwood yeah. would get a rest. Although, again, Norwood, he's desperate. he'll be desperate to play and score, won't he? He hasn't scored yet. I know it's only two games point. in. That's a good point. But he'll maybe, be maybe, maybe you give something like Norwood an hour and Jackson half an hour. One of those sort of... So, I think I agree yeah. with you guys. I think it's I think it's four two three one on Tuesday and... Yeah, it's just how many of them he gives a rest to. I don't yeah, you see... Give judge, judge, judge will start, won't he? Judge will... Do we say... Do you think? Yeah. No, do you think or he saves him for the league? Judge? I, I don't know. I don't know what how, you think, How though. fit he is. He didn't look that well, then, fit to me yesterday, but I don't know whether that's because start, he was... Should play. Struggling, yeah. You could do Hughes-Dazelle as a two, a three of El Mazzouni, Judge, Roberts with sort Jackson, of Norwood slash Robert. Jackson up front. Yeah, that sounds plausible, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, interesting. Um, I saw Luton, Dave, um, on the first Friday of the season. Um, yeah, that, okay. Actually quite good. Um, very quick in and transition. Really, Just really signed... unlucky by all accounts yesterday. Um, yeah. Cardiff, well, James Bree not closing down a cross in the 96th minute from what I saw. I saw but... that cross, it was James Bree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know how they'll play that because sometimes teams like to get a bit confidence going and play first teamers and you know try and get the win try and get the goals or you take the mick approach and just write it off and <laughs> crystal <laughs> crystal palace away approach yeah oh god yeah um yeah where flynn downs is your most senior player and captain isn't he um so how, how do you see it going um at luton dave um one nil defeat <laughs> no, I don't know. You know what? Do we? Do we? Uh, yes, it would be nice. Yeah, we all said, Christ, we don't win cup games. Yes, it'd be lovely. In fact, was that the last cup game we won? Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Wasn't it? Um, Selena and McGoldrick the, up top. Oh yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. McGoldrick brace, brace will certainly won. Yeah, both. Brace, yeah. Got in both. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I and think you know, again, it's the, the more crucial game is, is Peterborough, Peterborough away, and then Wimbledon, you know, Wimbledon midweek. But yeah, I mean, they, they, on the face of it, you think, oh, you know, what sort of side we're going to have? Well, yeah, well, I think the side all, oh, say almost picks itself because we haven't got that big a squad. So, and he's not going to do a Crystal Palace away, is he? So, um, yeah, I think we should give it a go. And yeah, you could nick a result there. How serious they'll take it? Again, I don't know. They're, so are they what? One point from two games, but again, have shown have shown they that played they played Borough and um, yeah, exactly Cardiff. Though, um, yeah. Have shown they could compete at that. Certainly hold their own at that level. Certainly early days. So yeah, it'll be interesting. They, they strike me as being quite a physical side. Yeah. Um, no, not not overly. No, not it's really. all, all, no, it's all about like the speed and transition. They've got a couple of hulking centre halves, but otherwise it's, it's guy, very narrow and very quick. Pele, Pele, is it? Ruddock. He's one you can get about, I tell you. Press press that guy. Um, they've got a guy called George Moncur who came on who will probably play in this one. Who, oh, George Moncur, yeah. Yeah, you'd like who... Culture, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he carries, yeah, yeah. carries the ball really Martin. really directly. Yeah, you'll, yeah. You'd, you'd like him, yeah. Dave. Um, but, Joe, is there is there no logic to um, trying to build a pattern of playing, playing a first team at Luton? Or will he just be criticised if someone gets injured? Yeah, yeah I... <laughs> I think you also want to try and get your squad fit as well, don't you? You want you want to give games to people and to try three game yeah. week the following yeah. week. 
Yeah. And there's no international breaks to catch up on this this season either. No. So you end up you, hey. you don't get you don't get those two week breaks. So where where you can give your wolf and uh, your downs, your excuses, when you can give them a couple of days off, then you, you, you sort of want to, don't you? We've got to get Hugh we've got to get Hughes on the pitch, haven't we, somehow we've got to get you know, I know he's back, but we've got to give him some game time and get up to speed because he could be such an important player for us. Interesting. So off we go to um, Luton on Tuesday night and then they're coming thick and fast and so are the podcasts. We will be back. Um, can't remember who's, who's on. I'd review on with Rich on Wednesday. I th- yeah, I think I am. Yeah, so um, Joe and Rich are going to be... I'm, I'm on about five in a row now. Oh, great stuff. He's on, yeah, I'm on give holiday. The, give so. the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not around for a while, which is totally giving the people what they want. Um, so, yeah. Joe and Rich will be doing the um, the Luton game, and Joe, you'll be chatting a bit about Peterborough beforehand. Um, Mikey is back, I believe, to do the Peterborough game, um, but it's really now starting to kick in, Dave, and um, it is, as Mick would say, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, certainly up until um, the end of August now, isn't it? Yeah, he's, yeah, I saw stat yesterday and we're going to, um, he's thinking of putting together when a suitable week comes around as we exhausted quite a few last season, when a suitable week comes around, um, putting out another history show. So that is, uh, that is in the, uh, that is in the off and he was on, uh, he was on good form yesterday, stat. Lovely stuff. Um, so lots of stuff happening. Um, obviously if you've gone this far, you've probably subscribed over on YouTube and, um, on Acast or iTunes, wherever, um, obviously follow us on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. We need more questions than ever and we get more questions than ever. Dave, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, David Diamond 3. Um, and Joe? At Joe Fares. Um, thank you, guys. Um, lovely job. Um, we'll see both of you, um, whatever Richard's brilliant Soon. podcast spreadsheet says. Um, bye from me. I will be back on the 23rd which is my birthday um and probably back on the pod that midweek or weekend or something um please don't yell at me on twitter i won't be at an ipswich game until august the 31st against shrewsbury i'm allowed a holiday okay um say goodbye dave bye say goodbye joe see you later guys say crap dave crap do an office quote joe Oh no! I've just I'm, now we're on the hundred-point countdown. Ninety-six points left to go. Ninety-six to go. Two points per game. Ninety-two projected. Thank you, yeah, everybody. So for I listening. want to hear that extrapolation every yeah, week. Extrapolation. Ninety-two points a game. Ninety-two in February. Yeah. Oh God, we're up then. Great. Bye, everyone. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.